this is um unprecedented. Uh it's our third episode in as many months. There's simply no precedent. Is my real dad. We are getting close to the end of all things, I think. Yeah. Well, the end of Radiohead things. Let's not. <laughs> There's already enough apocalypse happening happening outside of the podcast. Let's not bring it in here. <laughs> would you? Would you? Would you consider our journey to be very similar to um, a, a Frando taking the 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 ring to Mount Mor- Mount Mordor? I I don't know what you're talking. Is this a Marvel thing? Yeah, the, the Lord of the Wrong. The Lord of the Wrong. So this is what, like Iron Man, uh, Captain America. It's where the the, the like six short guys with the hairy feet. They like walk for like at least six uh-huh. hours per movie. Oh oh oh, Iron Man two. Okay, mm, yeah, yeah, the one where they they get to Malibu and the house explodes. Right. Ah uh, yeah. yes, and, and Daft Punk is there. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yeah, and the whole score is by Daft Punk. It's it's great. Yeah, yeah, and they do the light cycles. They're like it's like playing Snake. Yeah, it's awesome. We aren't talking about that movie, though. Are we? I thought we were. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were, but... Like, I came we... ready with Tron Legacy. Well, sorry, we're not talking about Tron Legacy. Why not? Why can't we talk about Tron Legacy? Well, because we're talking about anima. Oh, what could have picked up some... Hold on, hold on. I thought we were talking about anime. Oh, oh no, no, no. No, 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 no. No, see, that's... Yeah, it's a common mistake. Um, So you came prepared for anime. Y- yes. Like I, I like you know I went on all the the you know the CD torrent sites. I, I just like devoured hours of uh, this this Japanimation you know crazy mm-hmm. crazy stuff, and I thought that's what we we're gonna talk about. I'm no, we were, were talking. Yeah, about... no, it's it's anima. You drop the e, you put in an a, you got anima by Radiohead. Well, Tom York. Ah, uh, it's technically Radiohead. Um, it's part of it. But yeah, no, it's it's it's, it's anima by Tom York. Released in two th- 2019. Oh, have, have you heard that one? Oh, I, I, I hold on. Let me uh, just doing some typing here. Just give uh-huh. me a second. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the vinyl right here. It's in my hands. Oh shit. Oh, oh okay, cool. So we can still do the episode. Great. Yes. Oh, oh, great. That works. Yeah, wonderful. Um, welcome to picking up something good and Lunar on Prestige podcast about Radiohead. My name is Mace. I play music as Echo Vessel. Uh, my name is Nikki Flowers. I play music as Nikki Flowers. And guess what, fuckers? We have a guest. Ooh. Hi. Hello. Um, you can introduce, this identify you introduce yourself. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, hi, um, I'm Bran. Um, it's short for Brandon, but a lot of people on the internet know me as Bran. So, yeah, here I am. Okay. Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do play music, but I don't really want to plug it because, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll get to that stuff later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a whole plug section. Um, I want to talk about something. I want to talk about something that uh, affected all of us dearly recently. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, I want to talk about the new Banksy piece. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, the new Banksy. So, I don't know. Uh, listeners, uh, you might have caught on the news that there's a bunch of stuff happening. It's a bunch of bad shit happening. It's a bunch of bad shit. There's a lot of good shit, you know. There's... Uh, do. I'm willing to say that it's mostly bad shit. How how far do we want to get into this? Because this is a jokey podcast, but there's some other. I mean, like, 
I mean, not okay. Let, let's be honest. Not only is there COVID, but there's also racism. And yeah, uh, I guess the where the Banksy piece comes in is there's a lot of people toppling over Confederate statues, which is all great. It's honestly like it's porn to watch. It's fantastic, and oh, it's, it's like wonderful. You know, all the all the fucking liberals were like, oh, but you peaceful protesting that's the way it works and it's like yeah we peacefully protested for years and begged statues of literal slave owners to come down and city councils were like oh we'll think about it and then you know two weeks of uh justified rioting we're finally taking them down the people have all the power we're throwing all the fuckers in the lake yeah and the rivers and stuff and this is where banksy comes in banksy has finally hit us with the true praxy he he's gone full praxy it's not I mean, it's how do you how do you describe his new piece, Mace? Because it's I'm like, looking at it. It's a very simple like. It's a sketch. It's like a, a sketch. Yeah, it, it looks not, to be made in like Expo marker. It's not a graffito, no. as he is known for. It, um, it's not like it's a very simple drawing of like people tearing down a statue um a statue with ropes that's it it doesn't say anything and the statue is not like it's not mickey mouse yeah yeah it's not and it's yeah he didn't try to do like a, a mcdonald's as president thing he just i don't know if it's specifically um i forget the name of the guy in england there was a specific uh statue of a uh like a slave owner who they threw him in the I don't know, some English body of water. Um, and I don't know if he's, I mean, he's definitely referencing that incident yeah. and all the other incidents of statues being taken down, but he doesn't really. So the thing is, even when Banksy goes full Praxy, he doesn't, I mean. It's not saying anything to me. He's he's gesturing at politics. He's he's saying, look, politics are happening and I'm aware of it, but he, that's. That's the only thing it's doing. He's like, oh, bruv, uh, I just left the gift shop and I saw that they were tearing down the uh, the statue. So I drew it. That's basically what he's saying. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, good on Banksy, though. That's it. OK. Let's make let's make the the decision. Is it Banksy or is it Praxy? Oh, his new piece is fully Praxy. It is. Like it, is it is Praxy. Yeah, it's absolutely like, but it, it doesn't do it doesn't do anything like it doesn't. <laughs> I can't give him too much credit because, like, yeah, people are tearing down statues and you drew that. That's great. But you're not you don't say anything. Yeah, about it, it. it's very, like, heartbrearing. The worst person, you know, just made a great point. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but he didn't make a point. That's that's my point. Is he just eh? whatever. It's basically heartbreaking. The worst person, you know, just made. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was like, hey. I did this. Did you see this? <laughs> and it's like, what? What are you? What are you talking about, Banksy? He's like, yeah, uh, huh? yeah, oi, yeah, oi, I'm caught up on current events. <laughs> uh, to go from one very rude person to another very rude person, let's talk about uh, Tom York. <laughs> yeah, Tom York is uh, he's rude. The joke of Tom is he's rude. The joke is rude. He's a very rude motherfucker, and he yeah. uh, finally says, you know, as the kids say these days, mask off. He's a very oh, rude man. Mask fully off. Tom is rude. The joke is rude. Yeah, he's he's rude for at least like five minutes of this album. Uh, yeah. This is Tom York's latest solo album. Like His third, right? Yeah. Yes. It came out while we were still, um, we were starting this podcast. 
So I oh, had damn. to pen. <laughs> it was the first one I had to pencil in. Right. Um. So it's his third album, uh, and there's a lot of computer here. Well, before we get to the uh, to the actual track list. Yeah. Yeah. That's this just it. This this is a lot of computer. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> I thought you were like leading up to something. <laughs> no, the, the... But you pulled a Banksy and gave us nothing. So, so <laughs> here's here's what I think. Okay, so you know, this is after you know Tom did a soundtrack after a Moonshape Pool. After mm-hmm. he was like, "Oh man, I'm a, I'm gonna play some pianos and you know just fuck it's around." Divorce with piano. All that. Yeah, I'm gonna be a divorced <laughs> man for a little while. <laughs> and then he comes back and he's like, "You know what? It's computer time, motherfuckers." <laughs> Y'all, I'm y'all still like divorced, lo- but I know how to do computers still. And he's like, y'all like loops? Because I got them. <laughs> Actually, great news. Uh, this is this is a great segue. Let's talk about uh, the Paul Thomas Anderson short film of the same name that has nothing to do with the album. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, what are you... That, yeah, don't trick me. Um, <laughs> Tom York is anything but divorced in this short film because... Oh, no. That's, <gasps> that's his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh, his his real life girlfriend. That's his yeah. IRL girlfriend. She's like an Italian dancer. I assume they met up in the set of Suspiria. Yeah, <laughs> a real meet cute. <laughs> like he saw. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, he saw her, and she was probably like meatball, and he was like, "You I'm don't sorry. dance good. I will show you how to dance." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Sorry, I don't understand." And eventually, and then she goes, "Oh, I'm sorry. I can also speak English." <laughs> Uh, I, I was gonna say, did a t- Italian Tom York come back real quick? <laughs> That's probably the basis of Italian Tom York, <laughs> right? <laughs> like Italian Tom York never left. He went from being a British man to an Italian national in a couple years. <laughs> it's like the fly, where an Italian guy got into the machine, and he like split Tom York into two separate entities. <laughs> oh man, Italian Tom York is Tom York's uh, heartless. uh i just want to talk about the film real quick before we get into the actual uh track list yeah absolutely um before we start nikki what did you think of anima the film yes um you you want like broad strokes or are we we going in depth on this let's just go broad strokes and then we'll talk about it more when we talk about the songs yeah so i liked it i really i actually really liked it um I saw, I mean, I, I heard about it when it came out, and it was like, Paul Thomas Anderson with Tom York in Anima. And I was like, okay, that could be interesting. This was, like you said, when we were starting this, so I didn't really like, I mean, I knew who Tom York was, but I, and I clearly know who Paul Thomas Anderson is, because I'm always making fun of him. <laughs> um, but no, he does he does good work. And he did great work here. I I thought this was a really enjoyable. I wish it was longer. That's I mean that's yeah, kind of my only criticism. But it's not really a criticism. I just liked it and wanted more of it. You know. Um, I have heard this film described as uh two things. Mm-hmm. One uh about a man trying to find where he parked in a um, in a parking garage. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay and second basically about um the world's worst bus transfer (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, that's what it is. That's what it is. It's it's about the world's worst bus transfer, plus the fact that he just he just wants to eat his lunch. <laughs> he's going after the, he's going after that lunchbox. He's like, ugh. This fucking commute. Uh, at least I have my sandwich. And then he's like, oh no, my lunchbox. <laughs> one one note I do have about this movie. Um, it's it's beautiful. Like, the, the dancing is incredible. Like, mm-hmm. especially during the Don Chorus segment, which um, mm. I'll get into it that later. But it's one of the few Radiohead songs that can make me cry on site. Uh, um, we'll get into that for sure. We'll definitely get into that. Um, oh, I think we're going to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> one of the other notes I had on this movie is that there's a lady who look who looks like Tilda Swinton in this, uh, <laughs> in the scene where, uh, where I think it's not the news that's ending and Tom is trying to leave the subway station and he mm-hmm. can't get bit. through the little thing. Yeah. Uh, and you know, people keep shuffling past him and there's a lady that looks exactly like Tilda Swinton. And I had to Google while I was watching it, Tilda Swinton anima and Google <laughs> in its infinite wisdom tells me, did you mean Tilda Swinton anime? And I want <laughs> Tilda Swinton to be in an anime. <laughs> oh my God. We need that. Oh my. Yeah. I feel like she could do a great, like Ghibli dub. Uh, how has she not been in a Ghibli dub? Has she? No. Cause they're, they're busy getting people like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Wait, what was he? I don't know. But it's like the same class of. Uh, oh, okay. That that like caliber of yeah. actor. Yeah. No, I see what you mean. They get like Brie uh, Larson or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> can I just say something? Like, what do you think of no. Tom? Can I, oh, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> of course you can. <laughs> um, what do y'all think of Tom's fit? Oh. What do you think of Tom's fitness? Oh, oh my that, god, that good good fit. He's yeah. a disgusting little man who I hate to see like 25 <laughs> percent of the time. Little gremlin. 75 percent of the time, he's beautiful. He's a beautiful man. Um, but it really depends on the year. Um, <laughs> yeah. But holy shit, that fit. Yeah, he looks great. Yeah. He's a very handsome man. Paul Thomas Anderson, ex-Radiohead joints. Always, 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 Tom York is wearing some incredible, inimitable fit. That's PTA for you, baby. Yeah, and in the, in the uh, Daydreaming video, he was wearing that cool jacket and those shoes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and here, he's wearing a cool jacket. And some shoes. Yeah, the mm-hmm. shoes aren't as but cool. Hair, but this time, this time, his hair's tied up. Well, it's in a bun. It's in a bun. He rocks that bun. Uh, honestly, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. there was a point where he had, like, hair going straight <clears throat> down. Like, this is like 2011, 2012, where he just looked like, he looked like he just, like a wet dog <laughs> getting out of the shower. <laughs> yeah, he, he looked like a troll who lived under a bridge. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh... And you had to answer his riddles three. And, and but as soon as he puts that up in a bun, it's like, damn, Tom. Uh, yeah, I'll invest in your startup. Yeah, I'll go to your capoeira class. Exactly. Yeah, he, he looks great. <laughs> oh, do we have any other thoughts? I was just going to say, I think it's like I watched it initially when it came out and I enjoyed it. And then I watched it uh, like I kind of let it go by for a year and then I watched it again like recently in preparation for the show and um yeah there's just some really I'll get a little more into it as as we talk about the songs but I I love the dancing I love how it's all set up and just yeah it's great um I I'm kind of there with you uh Nikki I kind of wish it was longer I'd be interested to see like what that would look like yeah yeah just like maybe maybe even just like one more song thrown in there mm-hmm. cuz they did they did 3 yeah. right yeah. they did not the news traffic Don chorus and traffic, so, yeah, which, which I think was, I think they were good choices. Oh, absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask because Mace, you went to the 
the oh, premiere of that. Yeah, actually. Right? Whoa, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I said that when I said when this podcast started that I would give a review. I didn't realize it would take a year to give a review of the experience. <laughs> um, yeah, we set out. We were like, let's do a weekly podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Let me let me tell you. Uh, nine times out of ten, that does not happen. <laughs> I mean, we kept it up for a while. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, uh, once I'm in my new place and season three starts, I think we'll probably be more regular. Yeah, more on that later, though. Yeah. <laughs> Stay uh, tuned. So, uh, in July of 2019, uh, back when you could still go outside, um, I <laughs> went to a screening of Anima. I went to the, I think it's the USC Film School uh, down here in uh, Los Angeles, southern, southern LA, I would say. Yeah. Well, kind of southern downtown. Uh, it's mm, where they usually ah, yes. have all the, um, like, the E3 presentations and stuff like that. So, is it near the Americana? No. The Americana is on my side of town. <laughs> See, that's the only thing about LA that I know about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. I think there's there's like a meme account on Twitter. There follow, sure right? is. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so after hearing, after seeing that, you know, there was a whole like viral marketing campaign about Anima Technologies, you know, a company that tries to recover your dreams <clears throat> for you. Uh, they posted a phone number that you could call and it would play like a bit of what we would, what we now know is not the news. Okay. Basically would play a little bit of that. Some time went along. Everybody found out it was a Tom York album. And I was like, shit, oh shit, here we go again. <laughs> and then one day Tom York tweeted, hey, there's a free screening of Anima at the USC Film School. So what I did was I reserved my ticket and I immediately set into motion a plan to get there as early as possible. Uh, anyway, right. I got there three hours early. Uh, to the USC Film School, to the point where I was pacing kind of awkwardly around the entire building. Mm -hmm. uh, were you the first person there, or were there other people, like, milling about? So, I had to find out that I was not the first person there. Ooh. Basically, I had to walk in. There was, like, a small line. It was a small small line of a couple Radiohead people. Just, like, people who were on the subreddit. Oh, not people from Radiohead. You mean, like, yeah, fans. Johnny and uh, <laughs> and his dad, Colin, were there. No, they weren't. <laughs> so <Or> were they? <laughs> Ooh, they Ooh. were in disguise. So I get there, and they put us in this, like, waiting room for a couple hours. They make us watch Bjork videos. Uh, it's like a <laughs> DVD of, like, Michelle Gondry videos. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm waiting, and, you know, my partner, MG, she can't make it to the screening. I, You know, I reserved two tickets for us. She's like, hey, can't make it. Um, what can you do about my ticket? And what I did was I put out an open call on the Radiohead subreddit. I'm like, hey, I have a ticket to this if you can come right now. Ooh. I got a immediate message from a guy who was like, hey, I am down the street working at the BET Awards and I get off in just a couple minutes. Can Whoa. you save something for me? And I go, yeah, dude, just get down here. So I'm waiting cool. for him and I'm waiting for him and I'm waiting for him. And it turns out I'm hearing that they're giving out free vinyl at the at the event oh wow they're giving away a limited edition record a uh, 12 inch of the three songs that are on this uh thing and also oh, not the full album not the full album uh, so okay that's still pretty a limited cool. edition prestige record yes Ooh. <laughs> those are the good ones those are the great ones so basically he it's maybe five minutes before they start letting us in and he is like not here yet and i'm like dude you gotta get here like right now and he's like, I'm in a lift. I'm in a lift. There's traffic. There's traffic. <laughs> as soon as they start letting us into the room, he 
barrels down the street and he is oh he like barrels down the hallway too and i like i have never met this man before but i gave him like such a big bear hug and as it yeah. turns out he walked into the very very first public screening of anima with me <laughs> hell yeah man you made that guy's day <laughs> that's it that's your review yeah they gave us both they gave us both records um oh cool they fed us like there was a food truck outside oh what'd you what'd you get uh i had a grilled cheese and a churro and a coke nice Fuck yeah uh, and I believe that Paul Thomas Anderson was there, but I don't, I don't remember him being there. I think you would have known. Yeah. If yeah. you saw him. Anyway, that's the, that's the story. It was very long telling it, telling you the story <laughs> about this guy who like. That <laughs> you gave a yeah, huge bear hug to. <laughs> Your anecdote. Well told. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fault you for that, but it basically amounts to, I gave a ticket to a guy on Reddit and it took a while for him to get there. <laughs> basically. <laughs> <laughs> beautifully told though <laughs> i was enthralled we all were uh yeah that guy texts me every so often now oh cool you made yeah, a new nice. new little radiohead friend yeah i mean the radiohead people are so nice like if you ever have the privilege of going to a radiohead show they are such nice people even though they're such insufferable people online yeah that yeah, yeah that i would i would say that's been my my experience it's the opposite for they might be giants fans oh <laughs> 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 uh, anyway so anima the film Good on stuff. Netflix. Yeah. That's good. It's good shit. Good stuff. Um, I have some notes. Okay, let's talk about it. Um, immediately, the first thing that pops up on the screen made me laugh. <laughs> what? Rated PG for violence and fear. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that rating before. I've seen PG, but... And violence, but fear? <laughs> fear was what pushed it from G to PG. <laughs> it wasn't that scary. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh shit, it's a horror film. No, it was just kind of, you know, atmospherically anxious. You, you know, know, everybody, everyone around here, everybody's got the fear. So. It's true. Yeah. It's all none. It's all none. <laughs> um, let's see. Yeah, the, uh, the choreography was fucking incredible. I don't, mm. I'm not usually one who notices, you know, choreography that much. Like, it's just not something that I'm looking for. But it's such a huge part of this, and it's so well done that it's like, it was just amazing. It's honestly, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's see. I have in my notes, really nice color grading, because that's the kind of stuff I usually am looking for. (laughs) (laughs) I don't usually see dancing, but I see the color grading. Yeah. A thumbs up from the Nikki Flowers School of Color Grading. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, just just really gorgeous colors. Um, Just just really well shot. Mm -hmm. Um fucking i i was it reminded me of um especially like the line of people um going up the escalator and then filing out of the train station reminded me of metropolis oh like the opening you know the part where all the workers are going into that big like ziggurat thing uh i don't know if that was intentional but that's that's what that's what i thought of probably the projections in the in the uh film were good um Oh yeah, that's actually by Tariq Bari, who I think also does the projections for like the live show. Like he just hangs mm-hmm. out with Tom and Nigel every night. Yep, he is also a uh, a member of Tomorrow's Modern Boxes. Mo- Modern Boxes, the name of the band. Yep. It's very confusing <laughs> when you when you see a Tom York poster because he is Tom York, but he's also Tomorrow's Modern Boxes, who is Tom York, Nigel Godrich, and Tariq Bari. Uh, and they play oh. under Tomorrow's Modern Boxes, but that's the name of the album right before it. 
Oh, I didn't know. Okay, so that they that was the band name for Tomorrow's Modern Boxes. No, or no, 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 no. No, that's, I'm that's still <laughs> that's still Tom. <laughs> that's just Tom. It's only he's only called Tomorrow's Modern Boxes for this album. For Anima? Yeah. Yes. What? Okay. All right, fuck me, Tom. That doesn't make any sense. So you know, even the merch says like Modern Boxes Project or Tomorrow's Modern Boxes. Like he huh. he didn't he changed the colors. Like it's even the same font on the cover from mm-hmm, Tomorrow's right. Modern Boxes. Like he changed it from green to orange. Huh. By the way, uh, all the art for this album is uh, another Stanley joint. Yes, and um, yeah, so it's Stanley Donwood. Uh, and it's also our good boy, uh, Tom, but he's billed as, uh, this time it's uh, Tchaki. Oh, Mr. T Chalk. Yeah. Oh, he's back. Yeah, but this time, this time there's a Y on his name. Oh. It's um, the Italian part of him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they're labeled, like, in the, um, like, the booklet, it's, they're labeled as, for the art, it's like, it says graphite. Mm-hmm. Like that's just how it's their build is like that's the kind of art that they did. It's just it's gra- it's graphite. <laughs> oh, and that's what it is. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. I am very fortunate to have the that deluxe edition. Like Ooh, they yeah. just had it at my my record store um, that I go to sometimes. And uh, besides the fact that they have like all the lyrics and stuff, which look beautiful, and it's like in this like really cool orange font. And but the, I think the the main the main thing that's really cool about it is the. Uh, all the artwork that accompanies like the pages, it's just like, man, uh, they really knocked it out of the part. Like I can't like praise the artwork of this. No, no, this enough. is this is music, not baseball. Like that's that's, that's an issue. That's a that's a distinction Nikki usually wouldn't be able to make. But yeah, I I, I have a hard time telling the difference <laughs> between music and baseball. <laughs> yeah, I see a home run and I'm like, oh, that juicy riff. <laughs> Uh, I get really confused. But uh, let's do, like, the guy that I gave the ticket to and uh, be in traffic. Yeah. Let's a do it. A little labored, but not the worst that we've ever done. <laughs> I tried really hard. Yeah, uh, I could tell. <laughs> Nikki, what do you think about traffic? Um, well, first off, I like it. Um, I think it's a really good opener. I'm always, I'm always really, uh, we talk about, you know, the track listing every episode because it's something, as musicians, uh, we're always thinking about pretty, pretty good opener. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the, uh, the I Can't Breathe lyric is, uh, really, really hits different nowadays. Yeah. That, uh, kind of, kind of bummed me out. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't think it was intended to be. No, no, I don't think so. But it's it's hard not to hear that without thinking about mm-hmm. yeah. everything that's going on. Precisely. Uh, I like the part where he sings foie, foie gras. Foie gras. Because it's one of those lines that you don't think that he said that. And then you look mm-hmm. it up and he's definitely said that. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, I had that exact same thing. I was like, he didn't say foie gras. He did. <laughs> so that was fun. It's a very anxious song. And um, I think I'll be saying that about every song in the album yeah pretty much oh yeah um but it gets started right away uh my favorite thing about this song is also when he uh, at the very beginning when you know you got that before the beat comes in 
mm-hmm. uh, when Tom go- just goes, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is the, precisely the thing that I was going to bring up about this song. It's one of my- <laughs> I, I love that. And it's just like, it's right before the drums start to kick in, too. So it's like, oh, man. All right. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not even that he's like saying that for the song he's yeah. just like yeah we're doing the album now <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, ju- I'm just glad i'm here um so um nigel um yes helped with this obviously yes it's practically yes. like a tom and nigel album yeah it's funny because it's like he it's you know he's never really solo when he goes solo he's he's always got nigel with him yeah just i like yeah they are just a really good good pairing i think like just to kind of go into the sort of like the making of the record itself it was like tom had all these loops and stuff and just like a plethora of things that he sent over to to nigel godrick and was like hey let's make something out of some of this stuff come come touch me loops <laughs> is what he said yeah basically <laughs> uh, and the results are really good yeah yep oh yeah basically yeah. like every every single um, Modern Boxes Project show, he actually begins by going up to the mic and saying, eh, these are me loops. <laughs> and then he starts playing the songs. Uh, it's much like his bends. Um, anyway, uh, under the about thing here in Genius, you know, we're checking Genius again. Sure. Um, it's what we do. It had first appeared in a live show in 2015, four years before the album came out. Oh, wow. Uh, huh. th- you know by now that Radiohead loves to do this shit. Oh, uh, yeah. They love to yeah. hold songs for at maximum at least 20 years. I don't I don't understand. I think it's cool. But, like, as a, you know, coming from my own art, like, when I make a song, it's going out there. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> like, I released, I released that EP in May. I made it, like three weeks before like <laughs> and also like who has enough like men like creative capacity to write a song and then hold on to it like you're writing so many songs that they you just have to push some away to the uh back yeah i don't get that because like if i got a good song that oh my god how did that happen yeah i need people i need i need people to like <laughs> to see i can still do this <laughs> my, my brain still works <laughs> right <laughs> i promise i can still make good music <laughs> Uh, another sentence in this about box here says the lyrics paint a violent dystopian future, which picture, which doesn't tell me much about any Radiohead song because you can describe any of them with any of that. Absolutely. (laughs) And I mean, like this album, it is very dystopian, but like, it's not like in your face. It's not like, (laughs) it's not in your face about it. But like, I think if you like, think about it yeah you could yeah i could get that vibe from it for sure yeah it's not quite like you know the queen she hacked me mobile (laughs) from 2003 but the queen sending me dirty pics (laughs) it's not black mirror genius (laughs) the song's all good but i mean last i heard that guy was circling the drain yeah, it's it's gross. Have you seen the drain? Yeah, the drain's drain fucking disgusting. Let's talk about last I heard he was Nasty. circling the drain. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I mean, I I woke up with a feeling that I I just couldn't take today. Yeah, I I, yeah. This is a really relatable song. <laughs> it's every day <laughs> at this point. It's like it'd be weird if you didn't wake up with that feeling, you know? Yeah, yeah. This is this is like really, really, really like damn, Tom. It do be like that though. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I gotta ask you guys, like, what do you think this song, like, just like, what do you think? What is this song about? Like, I know what genius could tell me, but like, yeah, I think it's about depression. Yeah, and I think it's about like the like never ending just anxiety that's existed on Earth since. Well, forever. Forever, but specifically the late 2010s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we've we've had, like, a really interesting brand of global anxiety. Yeah. Lately? <laughs> I mean, especially this year, but I mean, like, in the past, like, decade, it's been... Pretty bad. It's been pretty bad. <laughs> 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 it sucks. <laughs> I, think, I think that's what it is. Nikki, what do you think? Um, yeah, no, I mean, like, I'm gonna say this about every song. I think, I mean, the album is a, an exploration of vague feelings of paranoia Mm -hmm. and not so vague feelings of anxiety. And this really ramps it up. Like, you could feel it in traffic. Um, but Last I Heard really starts, really starts. It feels like, I got the sense that, um... Uh, I don't know if y'all get panic attacks, um, but this, this song, track two, feels like when I'm about to have one, like, right before. It's mm-hmm. like a, I almost get like, it's almost like you know, Spider-Man gets the tinglies, whatever he calls it, mm. you know, where it's like danger's coming. Yeah. Yeah, when you like I lead get. up to it. Right. This sort of feels like that. It's hard to describe uh, it's hard to put into words, but I got that sense from this. This feels which very put, kind of put me on edge for the rest of the album. <laughs> this feels very. Um, it's like it reminds me of like ninety-seven to two thousand Tom York. Oh, ab- absolutely! I yeah. could definitely kind of hear that. Um, it, it's just a return. Yeah, yeah, just like lyrically too. It's it's very like as anxious as young Tom York was and as mm-hmm. like, Hey, I shut down and now I'm going to do kid a kind of, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? I wish some of us, I wish I would shut down and write kid a basically. <laughs> oh man. We all, I mean, we'd all love it. <laughs> it all, it would be great, but I don't like the shutting down part. No, no see that's yeah. Well, that's the trade off. You know, you got to <laughs> shut down if you want to write kid a, but like, Oh, uh, oh, sorry, I forgot to mention another note about this. There was a anima pop-up shop a couple months after the album came out. Okay. That I did cover on the Picking Up Something Good Twitter account. Uh, it actually did have screens from the music video for this song, uh, which, I mean, you're not required to see, but it was basically like an office for anima technologies, the dream company. And there hmm. was a room with a bunch of, like, dream machines and a, another room that was wall-to-wall TVs showing different angles of the music video. And in that room was a 360 uh, sound version of the song. Oh, oh I remember hearing about that. Like, yeah. all the different elements just placed in different parts of the room. Whew. Yeah. And you could just walk up and take shit from that, um, from that office. So I took a mug and I took a pencil and I took a business card and a ton of screens from the music video. Well, you could just you just steal stuff. Yeah, you walk in and just steal shit like they were like a, like a real office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you could write like notes to Tom and everything. And it was weird. Uh, there, huh. there was also a computer. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> 
There were a couple of them. Ooh. Yeah. Surrounded. Uh, Nikki, what do you think in general of this song? Like, I know we were talking just about the, like, the the themes, but... The vibes and the themes. I really like it. I mean, all of the synth work on the album is incredible, but, um, this one in particular, it's very rich. Yeah. You know, like, it texturally, like, really, um... It's it's a it's full. It's like a warm, full uh, synth that sort of underpins everything. That little skittering like. sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love that. And like the main, like the the synth that opens up the song, it kind of. Um, I don't know. I don't think there's like a specific track that it reminds me of, but it kind kind of reminds me of the sound design in Earthbound. Ooh, yeah. I could you know I, I could mean? definitely see that. Yeah. Like just the way that it. Uh, that kind of warbles. modulation. Yeah. Yeah. Modulation. See, that's the music word that I was looking for. <laughs> I went with warble, but modulation is a little more accurate. Warp and weft. Um, exactly. Uh, Brent, what do you think? Um, I like this song a lot. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll just come out and say, like, I, this album as a whole is my favorite Tom York record. Um, I will say this is probably my least favorite track on, on the record. All, only because, like... Uh, I like how it builds, um, but to me, like towards the end, um, I feel like it's not, it doesn't really go anywhere necessarily, if, if that makes sense. And, and not and not in a bad way. Like, I still think this song, like, fucking, is fucking great. Um, I actually want to read this, like, um, quick quote about uh, when he says the line about uh, humans uh, the size of rats. Um, I guess from an interview, he, he said, uh, Tom, Tom said, have you ever, uh, he's describing a dream that he had. And he said, Hey, have you ever flown to Tokyo? That jet lag is the definition of an existential crisis. Every time there was one night where I'd go to sleep two hours later, I'm absolutely wide awake. And I just had these images, humans and rats change places, a dream. And as I came out, I woke up with this really strong set of images of girls in tottering heel heels, but they're actually rats. And the human uh, beings are in the drains. I had another one, uh, these weird images of the city of London, and all the skyscrapers are just shuffling along. So I, I don't... It, whew, yeah. A, uh, I don't think... If we tried to unpack all of that, I think this would be a four-hour <laughs> yeah. episode. I think yeah. he needs to go to therapy. <laughs> yeah, but no, I do think like that... I don't know, like that actually makes the song for me a little bit. Uh, it actually improves it a little bit. Like yeah. that kind yeah. of descriptor again, by no means. Damn. I do think this is a good song. I, I love the synth work. Like I said, like just towards the <clears> end, it, the way that it kind of builds like um, past where he's talking about, you know, walking in your high heels. Like once it kind of moves past that section is where, when it kind of like um, teeters off a little bit, I will say, it just as an aside, the mixing of this album is incredible. A Ooh. lot of the tracks go, uh, um, like from one track right into the uh, another, like like a crossfade type, type situation. I just want to say that shit. that is my absolute shit. I love that shit. It's beautiful. The one thing I will say, I think the last thing I have to say about this song is that it does the, and I'm so I'm so sorry, friend of the show, Sean Barry. Um, <laughs> this does the um, the build up and then fall way better than we suck young blood did uh, oh abs- absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> sean sean is not hearing this right now as we record but he just got like a sense of unease just wash over him he immediately saw red 
Uh, He'll understand why when the al- when the when the episode comes in. It's fine. It's fine. I I'm expecting um, to be getting a text right about now. Oh, yep. It's just a bunch of knife emojis. I got it too. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, that's uh, last I heard he was circling the drain. Um, do you want to do the twist? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I love the lyrics of this song. It's a really, I gotta say, kind of out of left field to remix the Chubby Checker hit. Yeah, it's <laughs> and, it's a weird cover of the to put it on tra- track three to do the twist. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I'll give him that. He's bold. Like, I don't think it's even a cover. Like, I think it's like a like a straight, just like, it's just the Chubby Checker song, Do the Twist, that he put on this album. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Let me pull it up again. Come on, baby. <laughs> yeah, no, that's just the same. Yeah. I played a little bit through the mic there. That's, yeah, that's like illegal. <laughs> wow. I'm surprised that they got away with that. <laughs> uh, Nikki, what do you think of Twist? Um... <laughs> All uh, goofs and bits aside, um, this is like close to a club banger. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like he's 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 veer he's he's close. He's close to mm-hmm. it. But um, I gotta say, like um, a lot of the production on this album is very not sparse, but there's it's pared down to a lot of his other solo stuff. Like with this one, it's the, the drum beat is pretty bare bones. Um. But I can't think of any reason why there should be more drums. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's Absolutely. doing a lot with with little. With what he has. Right, yeah. I, yeah, I say little, but, like, there's a lot going on in the whole, the whole album and this, this song itself. Like, it's very, uh, like, the very cinematic at parts. The pads, how they swell up was really moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I'm getting I'm getting a little like pitchfork writer here, but <laughs> but like trying to kiss notes, around a big nose, I, right? It's 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 expansive, but it also feels really claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. It does. Does that does that make sense? That 100 percent makes sense for sure. I I know that's very music writery, but like that's the best way I could describe how this made me feel. One of my favorite parts of this song is uh, when he just drops the sample of the kids cheering. Uh, and it's the <laughs> yeah. same sample from, uh, 15 Step. Oh, shit, you're I right. didn't know that, actually. Like, like the, yay! Wow. I... Yeah, that caught me off guard when it happened. <laughs> I love that. My, like, my, f- even better than that is, I think the second time he drops it, you can hear him going, yay! <laughs> <laughs> like he joins in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's beautiful. Like, it's just over that. Um... Also, uh, after three minutes, 30 seconds of the song, it is it becomes possibly Ooh. the best thing on this album. Ooh. No, Ooh. second best thing. Well, yeah, yeah, don't get don't get ahead of yourself. It's very good. <laughs> it just like once that beat drops, it, it is so fucking good. And the, when he starts talking about weed. So I <laughs> thought that lyric for the longest time, because I like just purposely didn't really look at the lyrics too hard. I thought he was saying, it's not me. But then once I found out it said he was saying, it's like weed. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, Tom. <laughs> you smoke. He's smoking that twist. Uh- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this checker's chubby. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what do you think? What do you think Tom's weed habits are like? Like, what kind of smoker do you think he is? Because you know he's smoking a little bit of that ganj. He's he seems to be uh, an oil vapor. Oh, <laughs> I could I could see that. Like a beard I, guy. Um, no, I I think he's like not pretentious about it, but like you know, he definitely does. He hits he hits the 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 weed vape. Like he's he's on that cumulonimbus for sure. Yeah. Like, do you think he has like a jewel or like one of the more permanent ones? Oh. No, he's got like a rig, and he calls yeah. it a rig. <laughs> like he's not. Ch- I mean, there's there's guys with rigs with vape rigs who are like, yeah, I built a, 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 this coil is top of the line, uh, the power supply. I built myself. He's not like that, but he definitely built his own rig. Yeah, absolutely. Uh. I feel like the actually the lyrics that are not "It's like weed" in that ending, ooh, are so good. Mm-hmm. The mm. a boy on a bike who's running away, it's it, it evokes an image, and it's like I think it might be threatening Tom. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's oh, yeah, I got I got real threatening <laughs> vibes from that weird little like story he told. <laughs> I think he's trying to kill the child. <laughs> I think he's yeah. Oh, we gotta watch out. He he left the empty car with the motor running, running after he jumped out of the car. Oh shit! Uh, oh, that's towards... his car. <laughs> what, what's he gonna do? Like uh, that is he doesn't even car. like driving. <laughs> um, I love this song. This is my favorite song on the record. Oh shit! Um, I Ooh. love this song so goddamn much. Um, to kind of give it context to why I love it so much is because it's. Um, the basis of it is, is based off the, uh, the original, like, twist demo that he played at, like, some fashion show. Rag and Bone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he played that in a couple of tracks that would become, uh, I think they became, like, uh, Adams for Peace songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but this with one Michael. particular. Yeah. <laughs> with, <laughs> with Michael on the bass. Um. Please, uh, my father was Michael. Call me Mike. And so that demo, I, I liked it a it's it's fine. It's good. I I recommend checking it out if you want like to hear Tom. Like it, uh, it's oh, kind I of always want to hear Tom. It's the it, first it, half of the song. Yeah, it's the first half of the song, but it's more of him just saying like twist. It's, it's twist. There's no real lyrics. It's him saying twist, and then he goes yeah at one point. Um, <laughs> nice. He says twist um, and cat. Yep. Uh, and that's basically it. And I was like, cool. I wonder if they'll ever do anything with this. And then once I found out that this was on this record, I was like, oh shit! Like, what is this gonna sound like? And then once that fucking drop comes in, Ooh. like like Mace was saying, the first time I heard that, I was like, so taken aback in such a good way. I was like, god damn, this is so good. And that like outro part where he's like singing that falsetto, like he's singing those. Uh, he says like, look, this this face isn't me. Like that. Ooh, mm-hmm. ooh. Ah, uh, I don't know. This, I just I love this song so much. Like and, it. Yeah. Also, the line "Look, this face, it isn't me." Just tying back to Nikki's like feeling of anxiety during this yeah. album. Mm-hmm. It's very much how I feel when I dissociate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You look in a mirror and you're dissociating, and it's like, oh, I wish this fucking asshole would stop looking at me. I don't even know who they are. Yeah. Fucking celebrities are just like us. Ah, <laughs> don't even get me started on the celebs. <laughs> Oh man! Well, some celebs are just like us. Yeah. I I can't believe that the lyrics are "It's like weed." I <laughs> I'm still I'm still kind of taken aback right? because I thought for like well over a year that it wasn't that, but 
like oh i must have just read into it yeah <laughs> but i mean it's it's fine it's fine i i still love this song i think i think it's pheno- it's fucking phenomenal and yeah it's my it's my favorite one on the record but i think from this point on the record as a whole can't really do no wrong and oh 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 what's that huh huh uh, what i think i hear some 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 birds chirping you guys oh. do you guys hear those oh shit those oh shit it's the dawn chorus oh oh my goodness Oh shit! We've been it's recording here. this all night. <laughs> Boy, this these fifty one minutes really dragged on, and it's done now. <laughs> oh, who's, this episode is long. Who's yeah? Wow. Who's ready to get sad? Oh fuck! Oh me 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 me! No no no! I said it first. No me. <laughs> oh, don't worry. There's enough to go around. <laughs> Uh, this is the saddest song I've ever heard, and every time I oh. s- hear it, I cry. Please. Shit. I cried. <laughs> I cried. I cried the first time I heard this. I'm not gonna lie. I did. I did. It wasn't a sob. I didn't, you know, go full full on, but mm-hmm. I teared up. Yeah. Yeah. I I just, I think it's a, I think it's about his ex-wife. Ooh, Ooh I know. That's, I, I, mm, mm, I wanted to talk about that, because, like, that was my initial read on on the song was like it was kind of like about it's kind of his i guess oh my kind of take is like it's him saying goodbye like to the whole situation yeah Yeah. i think that's definitely part of it but Mm -hmm. i think i think it's large you know like it's more about like in general the feeling of loss and like regret and like mm-hmm. wanting you know wanting to do it all again this I time mean, with style yeah <laughs> with class and a good fit <laughs> I, I think i think it it's safe to s- assume that his uh divorce and the death of his ex-wife definitely like led to this song i i don't think i mean i don't mace i don't has he confirmed or denied that or? well here's the thing and i think brand's gonna talk about this Mm-hmm. Um, this is, this dates back to 2009, uh, <laughs> yeah. to where, yeah. uh, Tom was very much not divorced. Yeah. This is, <laughs> this song is, this song is pre-divorced Tom by like a wow. pretty long, long while. Um, <laughs> Tom like brought it up in a, like an interview and was like talking about it. I don't know if they ever played it, um, at any shows prior they to this. Not this album coming out um i will say i know when they released um a moonshape pool um they like created this company called like the don chorus like llp or something like that yeah basically every single album sorry I w- i'm just explaining to nikki that every single album mm-hmm. that radiohead releases from in rainbows onward has had an like a separate company attached to it for i guess tax purposes um i believe um, the f- In Rainbows one was Endless Zerbia. Uh, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I don't know what the what the King of Limbs one was, but Moonshape was definitely Dawn Chorus. Mm-hmm. And Tom in general is unsustainable. Oh, I like that. That was a good one. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of agree with with you, Nikki. Like you're talking about, it's like kind of this, like it's. I mean, yeah, you could definitely read into it. That it's it's totally about his ex, but like, um, 
there's like these feelings of like like loss and and regret of like n- maybe not doing enough or just like you know like the lyric a lot of the lyrics are saying like you know if you could do it all again you know like how like would you do it the same way like is it you know yeah kind of situation like wanting a second chance mm-hmm. and also like knowing you won't get it mm-hmm. and not even being sure of like doing it right the second time yeah, yeah. it's br- it's it's a brutal <laughs> song like i mean it's it's and but the thing is is like it's such a simply produced song mm-hmm. well it right like it's not this even more so than twist was doing a lot with with not um much on paper mm-hmm. um but don chorus is like really just like kind of that one main synth part yeah and and tom's vocals but like and that's not a knock on it because i i, I can't imagine it needing anything else um towards the end when like that huge like uh, uh like string like section from the the orchestra that's on this track like mm. towards the end it's just that that section to me is like it's so beautiful like just that whole build oh man i just it, it really like uh it brings tears to my eyes because like it's just like this song's already fucking sad and then you're bring some goddamn strings in, into the mix <laughs> It feels like Tom, let up. <laughs> it feels like if the whole runtime of the song was the second half of motion picture soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, he throws the strings and it's like, Tom, please, I'm already crying. You've done your work. I think the 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 point where I start tearing up the most is the the lines where, you know, in the second verse, I guess, there's no real verse chorus. No. Um, mm. where he says in the middle of the vortex the wind picked up, shook up the soot from Ooh. the chimney pot into spiral oh. patterns of you my love. And I just oh. oh. That's yeah. No, I was going to say that too. That I mean that's oh, I don't even know. I'm going to cry if I if I go into <laughs> more of that, but no. it's beautiful. Oh it's, yeah. Uh, heart wrenching. I like, don't even in think the it's most literal sense. Like it makes my heart hurt. <laughs> I I genuinely don't think this song is mixed because on certain systems, also, it does clip like shit. Yeah, I think Tom recorded it and was like, "I can't see that. I can't look at this anymore." No, nope. Nigel, here, just put it, just put it on the <laughs> album. We're, yeah, we're moving don't, on. Don't even fuck the shit. <laughs> oh, Tom, Tom, I do want to do it all again, please. <laughs> Please, I want to do it all again. <laughs> I it, it makes me want to give him a big hug, and I like the second the second part where I start crying is when he says "Okay, Corral," and I'm not sure why. <laughs> a, kind of a weird point to cry at, but I mean, I can't can't blame you. I mean, it's wrought with uh, or fraught. I guess this is the word I was looking for. What hath God wrought? Is what, <laughs> I was thinking of. what hath Tom wrought? Uh, this song is fraught with emotion. And I think the 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 movie makes it a lot more mm. a lot harder. It hits harder. Yeah, I want oh. I wanted to go into like uh talk about a little bit the in like how it's the last song in the in the Paul Thomas Anderson uh anima film. Uh that whole just like section of like him like dancing with his girlfriend and just like that whole like the choreography of that oh. it's just ooh, mm-hmm. it's it is so incredibly beautiful. Um, and how that movie, man, God, the cinematography, like how that movie is fucking shot. Oh, and this yeah. just whole section I is know. just like insane to me how good it is. So good. Like when they start the, the like 
when they're rolling around each other on the wall yes <laughs> is like it made me smile i don't know it was cute and then it, it it leads on and it keeps going and then they're back on the train thing i trolley. think that part where they're dancing on the wall is shot in reverse for sure right it definitely no. it definitely feels that way like i get a sense that i like, couldn't tell because yeah. tom can't just lift himself like that right <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't underestimate Tom. He has powers beyond He's our able to call into the show. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> We're already at the hour mark. He might actually do it. Um, so here's the here's the last thing I'll say about the song. Okay. If I had to give it a point of criticism, and it's not even really about the song itself, it's more about where it's placed on the album. I personally maybe would have put this lower in the track list. Like, like towards the I, end or seems, towards the beginning? Yeah, towards the end. I don't, not like the, I don't think this is the closer. No. Um, but I think in between Twist and I Am A Very Rude Person seems, it's not terrible where it's placed it just seems kind of odd it is, i i i agree with that that i think the the placement is is a little weird um but i don't know yeah i, I it he, works he it does works kinda, <laughs> yeah it works he does kind of blow that load fairly early <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's well that's the thing is if this was put a little bit further down i don't know you, you, you edge the album a little bit <laughs> But that's and that's really like just a very minor criticism mm-hmm. because I mean yeah honestly this is probably my favorite Tom solo track yeah and ever. I and I feel like for giving that opinion you're a very rude person <gasps> oh it's just the segue yeah oh. it's just the name <laughs> of the song <laughs> um so the joke of Tom is he's rude uh the joke of Tom is that he's rude uh and also a very frequent criticism levied at Tom York the real man. Uh, okay, that he's very rude. <laughs> but I think he's just British. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's British and he's just kind of weird. So, like, I don't know. He seems like, doesn't, he's said before that he's, like, not really good in, like, social situations, yeah. really. Oh, yeah. He seems, I mean, and then there's that whole documentary <laughs> about, <laughs> about, you know. How meeting people is definitely not easy for him. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. There's basically an entire film about how he's unintentionally <laughs> rude. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's an interesting title because I don't get rude from this. I get fucks. Oh, it does fuck. This oh, song fucks. This song, ooh, oh. it fucks hard. I knew like, you would love instantly, that bass. It, it's, it's the bass. That's the mm-hmm. bass that does it. I mean, it's the whole thing, but that, that groovy bass yeah. really underpinning the whole thing. It just instantly goes into the fucks hall of fame absolutely and i feel like i do get rude from this though uh oh it's rude yeah it's a little rude at the end it's where he's like i'm breaking up rude. your turntables and now i'm gonna watch your party die those turntables are expensive tom tom oh, i paid tom. a lot of money for that <laughs> tom, tom of all so people rude. should know how much recording equipment costs oh he knows no he's he a, knows he's, a what mul- he's, doing. he's a multi-millionaire he doesn't know <laughs> He thinks they're ten dollars. I feel yeah. I do feel like with Tom York, it's very like how much could a banana cost? <laughs> ten dollars. These are very just true. your these are your party turntables. You have others. These bananas no, are pay Tom. what you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because this is um, it is it is rude. It also fucks, but at the same time, it's like the most laid back of uh, of any of the tracks on the mm-hmm. album. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. 
but it doesn't it's it does not it lets up on the anxiety pedal but it doesn't fully take the foot off of it there's still an undercurrent of that he, underneath it he 100 yeah. percent doesn't like he's a little less anxious but he's mm-hmm. still like giving me like those vibes that like he's gonna be set right. off at any moment yeah i think it's, it's the point of the panic attack where you're like okay i'm coming down from it and then you it, it somehow it just gets picked up <laughs> <laughs> i i, I kind of get a little sense of like he's he's a little threatening too like it's like he's he's definitely anxious like the anxiety's there but he's like i might i might fuck up your stuff don't yeah, yeah don't don't fuck i'm, with I'm rude yeah i'm kind of rude <laughs> i'm a rude boy <laughs> i remember he tell me i i'm real rude that's what he says that's how that's he, his catchphrase. That's, that's the one of two things that he begins the show with. He's like, "These are me loops. I'm very rude." <laughs> one, two, three. Four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, just once, I'd like to like to see a see a clip of him at a show where he counts it like that, and then it's like, and then it goes into like Don Chorus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there is a uh, a video from a King of Limbs era Radiohead show where he tries to do uh, give up the ghost, and the whole setup with that is Johnny has like a looper that he uses. It's like a Max MSP mm-hmm. device, and Johnny fucks it up, and Tom is very clearly <laughs> upset about it. Mm-hmm. And into the loop, I don't know if you've seen this video, Brad, but into the loop, he just goes, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, you gotta send me that. <laughs> there, there's some really good, in general, like, if you want to, like, I don't, it, it feels kind of weird to, like, be wa- like being able to see these and watch these, but, like, there are just videos of, like, Tom being mad on stage that you could <laughs> yes. just, you could it's just like, watch. compilations? Uh, not compilations, but it's, like, I distinctly remember one. It was like right when, um, fuck, what's that song from um, Kid A? Uh, Idiotech. Like, I guess it was going too fast. Faster, Johnny. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I don't remember if he was yelling at like the stage text or somebody. And then eventually he's just like, fuck it, and just goes right into the song. <laughs> oh, okay. So he's rude to a point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just realized we were talking about different <laughs> things. There is one point where. Idiotech, like, at the very end, on the live version, they go, like, there's some... It gets pretty fast. It gets pretty, like, mm-hmm. almost, like, acid housey. Yeah. Uh, and he's literally yelling at Johnny Greenwood, the little boy who um, they <laughs> hire to play guitar. Uh, Colin Special Little yeah, Guy. Yeah, Co- Colin Special Little Son. Um, single father, uh, Colin Greenwood. Uh, and he's yelling at the little boy Johnny, going, faster, Johnny, faster! <laughs> <laughs> like not as a bit like he's yelling at him actually no, kind of halfway a bit maybe uh okay. just being like faster 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 and the song does get faster mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm wondering that makes me wonder like what the the general like how the band gets along as people like i don't know have we ever really gone into that they're like four, the relationship they're like five them? dads <laughs> yeah yeah i'm pretty sure like, they in the literal sense or they just are dad acting like that they act like well tom's a dad but mm-hmm Oh, he is? Have yeah. we gone over that? He's got two like... kids. He shouts, oh, okay. he, he gives thanks to him in, in the liner notes of the, of this record. So, yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, um, so what did they do? They just, like, they helped mix? They wrote or, the like, songs. The... They, yeah. Oh. They came wow. in and they said, oh, they said, oh, Tom, I think that's shit. You gotta write this better. <laughs> Oi, dad. They said, they said yes. And Wait, I quote, shit. it's a bit shit, in it. <laughs> 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 And they fired Nigel, and then they merged into one large adult, Nigel 2. 
<laughs> yeah, after this point, they it, the songs are credited by Nigel Godrich too. <laughs> Nigel, two. <laughs> uh, well, I mean that's not the news at all. But no, no, <laughs> you don't want to know what the news is. Oh boy, we you don't want to turn on the news. Yeah, you really, you really don't. Yeah, you quite don't. We truly hate to see it. Um, but the song, uh, not the news uh, is good. It's good. <laughs> it is fantastic. Yeah. I'm gonna have to agree with you there. Um. I will say the, the 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 rhythmic beeps, a I love them. I love those beeps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very very bleepy song, um, but at the start, the 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 specific it changes over the course of the song. But when it starts, the specific um, to, the, the the specific patterns mm-hmm. of the tones yeah uh, remind me of the um, the pacer test. Oh God! Right, you you remember those I remember the from pacer like middle test. school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it uh, it added to the anxiety of the album <laughs> because it, I flashbacked to uh, gym class where uh, I've been out of shape my entire life. And who <laughs> oh boy, the pacer test. Nikki, what do you think of uh, Not the News, just in general? Oh, it's great. I love it. Um, I feel like it, it makes me feel like I'm in danger and Tom is trying to warn me about it. <laughs> um, in a good way. That's a good thing. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, do I hear a little bit of Macintosh? Where? At the beginning there? Maybe, yeah. Like, it, it is, the muffled? Yeah, there's like some muffled speech that sounds a hello? little Macintosh-y. Oh, hello? Uh, hello? Oh, uh, Bran. Jesus. Uh, All right, get ready for this. Hello? Okay. okay. Hello? Hi? It's, it's me, Tom York. Oh, Hey, oh, Tom York shit. from Radiohead. I'm, I'm so... <laughs> hey, I... I'm so happy you, you're watching <laughs> oh. my anime. Yeah, uh, uh, well, yeah, well, yeah, we're watching anima. Yeah, it's, it's, good. it's my anime. It's it's anime. Is it based y- off anime? You're watching my my anime, right? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Uh, no, the, no, 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 Paul talking Tom about anima. I'm talking about anime. Oh no! So this is the anima episode. Yeah, I didn't. We actually didn't. Know I directed. You had an I directed anime. Evangelion. Uh, um, I don't think so, Tom. Uh, <laughs> Brand, back me the up computer, on this. The computer told me to write about anime. Yeah, no, that's 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 uh, Hideki. Uh... No, no, uh, no. That that was you. That was you. That was you, Tom. You did. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, wow. The computer told me to write anime, and I wrote it. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> what else? What else has the computer told you? Like, what? I don't. Oh, Bran, uh, you're I've... opening up a can of worms here. <laughs> I believe I've fallen in love with the computer. Um, now, which computer? The computer that's trying to kill you? The computer that's gone missing? <sighs> yeah. <laughs> what? What? Can you elaborate? I need, yeah, I need. I need some distinction here. Like I, because there is a computer how out you, to kill you and the other computer. How do you like my anime? I mean, it's... well, personally, I haven't seen Evangelion. I can't judge, Bran. I, I, don't know. I you... I've I've seen it. It's fine. You know, congratulations. You know, clap. Oh, it's it's good. I did yeah. the reboot. Yeah. Oh yeah, so you're you're working on the movies. Mm-hmm. Too. So you keep the computer help me write it. And you and but, you're in love with the computer. So can I? It's my wife. Well, that's great. I'm glad that you're not uh, divorced, but, Tom, anymore. That's good. But what about your? Uh, the old computer uh, is. It's. It's, it's, it's okay. It's. it's, 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 it's <laughs> Tom, it's oh, okay. Oh, Tom, Tom. 
Tommy. Oh, Tommy, we're so happy hey, when you called in. What's, what's going on? I missed my computer. <gasps> oh, Tom, hey, you know, we, we, we've still been trying to look for it. Um, we haven't really had any luck, but, I mean, we're keeping an eye out. We're... Yeah, hey, hey, it's it's going to be all right, buddy. We'll, hey, what's we'll, up? What did I miss? Ah, oh, Jesus. Oh, um... He didn't, did he say bye that time? I, I feel, feel like I know what I missed. No, he just hung up. Yeah, that was... He seemed... Roller coaster of emotion from Tom. <laughs> what, 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 what happened? <laughs> uh, he called in and, well, he asked if we were talking about his anime, and we said, yeah, we're, we're watching talking about anima. anima. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. and then he said, no, I'm talking about my anime, and we said we didn't know what anime uh, you did, and he said he did Evangelion, um, and the reboots, and the computer told him to write Evangelion, and he, he called said, in really happy, He said he and fell, then, fell in love with the computer. Right. That sounds. That doesn't sound good to me. Like he doesn't. No, that doesn't. No, because then he uh, cried. And he also. Yeah, he started crying, and he didn't say which computer he fell in love with—the evil one trying to kill him, or the old computer that ran away after he forgot to feed it dog food and it knocked over his house of cards. And then he just sort of hung up, and then you came back, and then I started to recap the call. And now we're here. And now we're here now. Yes. Okay. Um. Brand, did I miss anything? Uh, no, you pretty much covered it all. I, I can't say I've experienced anything quite like that before. I thought it would be really, yeah, really cool to meet one of my you know all time like music heroes, but now I'm just I'm feeling <laughs> yeah. a little uh, feel a little weird. You get used to it after yeah. a while. Yeah, like you you listen to this podcast and you're like, oh, it must yeah. be nice to meet him, but it's yeah. never it never is. It's kind of a headache. Because I have to re-explain every single time. Yeah, it's just a nightmare. Anyway. Not the news. Yeah, I thought black treacle was like a trench coat, like a cool trench coat. Turns out it's molasses. <laughs> no, it's it's a food. Well, kind of a food. It's close to food. No, it, it literally says molasses. Yeah, so it's kind of food. You can eat molasses straight. Mm, you can. Do you want to though? I mean, you can eat a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I I have a I have a piece of junk mail I got pre-qualifying me for a loan i can't eat that is it enough so you can eat oh well, no not really okay you got me there <laughs> brand what do you think all right fine molasses <laughs> um, and food I, jesus i like this song uh quite a bit um like nikki brought up the like those like very bleepy scents that are just kind of like kind of bouncing in and around the song i think are really cool um I like when he says, for some reason, I don't know why, I don't really have a reason, but I like when he says cue uh, sliding violins, and just like, it kind of, um, like towards, it's like towards the end of the second verse, and like, it kind of changes for a second, and then it goes like into a different, um, like kind of back to how it was sounding, like uh, towards the end of the song, it yeah. does a couple changes, change ups that I really like. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a good song. Um, as far as like how it opens up the the movie i think it does a good job there too oh, yeah. like that that whole opening section where they're on the tram and like everyone's like eyes are closed and that choreography of them just like moving <laughs> everyone's got a big case of the monday normal touch um normal touch normal touch uh we didn't talk about um traffic in the movie but i feel like it looks like people trying to go up a slide Ooh, yeah, I that like it's like <laughs> I like when like Tom's like trying to walk up the slope 
but then he's like yeah. falling backwards. He like know. falls into the choreography <laughs> and is then incorporated mm-hmm. into it. It's but he's like love that part. Yeah, but he's like struggling to get out of it. <laughs> I don't know. That that whole sequence is is fantastic. Also, did you know that this song samples a song from our past? Uh, it samples uh, a mock by Adams for Peace. Really? I, that no, I did not oh, know shit. that. Yeah, that's in there. Where? Uh, it's I, prove it. I think <laughs> prove it now. It might Three, be part of the two, beat. What? Oh, okay. <laughs> you just made it. Uh, I accept that answer. I could. I could. I could definitely hear that for for sure. Uh, yeah, I have to re-listen to a mock. But uh, uh, do you? Uh, yeah. Do I what? Hmm? Do you have to re-listen to a muck? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I mean, I'd like to. Uh, yeah, it's a good record. I have yeah, it on. It's pretty good. I'll probably wait till after we're done recording, though. Yeah. So. Oh, no. That's so my focus fair, is, fair. Is, is crystal clear. <laughs> uh, I mean, let's take an axe to it. We're almost there. Ooh. <laughs> this song should be called I Am a Very Rude Person. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I was thinking, because, like, there was some rudeness. But this one is very rude, specifically at technology. Oh. <laughs> I think he's mad at the computer in this one. He is very See, that's, mad. That's what I thought, but but then he called in and said that he's in love with the computer. He's sending out mixed signals here, because in this song... I think that there's a little bit of like brainwashing or something going on with that computer thing. Uh, but he hates the Hopefully computer. we figure it out before the end of season two. <laughs> I'm confident we will. <laughs> Somehow... Somehow I believe it will all get wrapped up very nicely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that's just speculation on my part. We've got two hours left. Now back to the I, review. I have no comment. <laughs> he's me- he's mad at computers. He's mad at machines. He's mad at online, I think, right? He wants to mm-hmm. kill the computer with an axe. Yeah. It's clear. Now, but here's the thing. So, like, that opening line, you know, he says, he says, goddamn machinery. But then he says, yeah. why don't you speak to me? You know, so Maybe it's he like misses the computer. Yeah, is he like, is he mad because he's just mad at technology in general, or is he just like trying to get an understanding from it, but, yeah. but can't seem to get that? That I think he's lashing out. Yeah. I think the you know? time for him to be confused about technology was 1997 when he wrote the whole <laughs> album about the computer. <laughs> the the album <laughs> that really kind of went over what the axe goes over. <laughs> 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 And then was also kind of like a landmark album in general of the entire 90s. Yeah, I I believe there was a interview that, and I don't usually watch this guy, but Stephen Colbert did with Tom York a couple months ago in 2019, Mm. where he literally begins the interview by looking at Tom and going, so how does it feel to be right? Oh, right. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, we talked about that. And he's just, his his reaction to that is... It's so funny because he's like, yeah, yeah, I was right. <laughs> yeah, shit. Uh, yeah, it, it does go over a lot of what OK Computer went over. Just like. I mean, he could do worse. Yeah. He could have gone over what Pablo Honey went over. <laughs> what did Pablo Honey go over? <laughs> like, what do you think that it was? It went over like a lead balloon. <laughs> uh, but <ba-dum. laughs> Brand, what do you think? Um, So. As as silly as like talking about taking an axe to computer seems on paper, I do think the song is is fucking good. It, uh, um, I like the the whole refrain section when he when he's singing he's singing "I thought we had a deal" over and over like just that that whole section's really good. Um, singing it to the computer, yeah. I assume. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, 
Do you know that um there's another there's a drummer on this song. I oh. can't remember um Joey uh Waronker. Um I believe he was in was he in he in yeah. Adams for Peace? Our good yeah. man Joey from Adams yeah. for Peace. Yeah, he he drums at the Joseph. end of the song. <laughs> he, oh cool. Um the second verse where he says, You wooden soldiers, I'm daring you to turn yourselves on. I think he's daring somebody to jack off. This is J O I. First and last time you say that because I just learned what that what that acronym means. I mean, he did say he's prior to that he did say not to jack it all in. So I mean, yeah, I mean, again, this song is full of mixed signals. Does he love the computer? Does he hate the computer? Am I supposed to jack off? Am I not supposed to jack off? Tom, please make up your mind. This is the first and last time I will say J O I on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Uh, But that's That's what our promise to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I will say that this song is good, but I probably have to say that it's my least favorite, not because it does anything wrong necessarily. Mm-hmm. I just feel like the rest of the album is just slightly stronger. No, yeah. I, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Um, I think just like I don't really have any real problems with it. It just didn't do it for me like the others did, you know? No, I, I, I got you. I got you. It just it happens like mm-hmm. it, it, the song happens to you. Yeah. Yeah. I do think that it's very funny um, that this annotation here in Genius, where he says, by colored windmills, and he says it with a U in colored, by the way. Like, you can hear that. You can tell. Um, Like, you click on by colored windmills, and the annotation says, referencing the loading cursor of a Mac. (laughs) I don't. I mean, you you sure about that? (laughs) That's not. The, I don't think it's about that. Like it, I, I, I thought of like Don Quixote. That's that was the reference I was making in my head to um, windmills. I just want to bring up this other annotation real quick. If you just click, <laughs> so stupid. If you click the word uh, uh, envelope, the person they put, I think it has to do with the meaning of the phrase "push the envelope," in which envelope means the boundaries of the atmospheres that a plane can fly up to. So envelope no. means the limitation of technology. It is soft and sustaining. Damn, Brad, is this 2010? Because that's a Halo Reach. <laughs> that's not what that saying I, yeah, means. I don't, I don't, I definitely don't get that at all from from that one, one specific line. Oh, genius never fails to be the exact opposite. <laughs> I gotta tell you though, this song just has me. Sometimes it has me just tied up in impossible Possible knots. knots. <laughs> impossible knots. The name of my furry dildo company. <laughs> All right, that's it for me, everyone. That's been Nikki Flowers. Thanks for joining me. That was, I was waiting all episode to oh, tell that joke. God. Uh, so before we talk about impossible knots, there is also a very, um, a, a return of the king, as you will, on this mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. The drummer on this song is Flea. Shout out to Phil, <laughs> Phil Selway. Oh, it's fucking he's, Phil. He's yeah. at it again. He's on the cans. Ah, uh, the fucking the absolute unit. He's here. Oh, our big boy. Ah, uh, the big boy Phil. Our who, big meaty drum boy. Who can only write like a good like half an album and a half of good material. <laughs> Poor guy. It's good material. That's not a full album. We love him though. We love him though. We respect we love him. Phil. We, we do we do we stand Phil? Yeah, I yeah I stand Phil. 
Yeah. I think in order okay. of standing for Radiohead, uh, and this is this we're nearing on an hour and a half now, so we can say whatever we want. Nobody's listening. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, uh, my, my my stand order. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Jesus, Nikki, what do you think of here's, Impossible Knots? Here's the thing about Impossible Knots. This is not a tune. This is a tune. <laughs> There's a there is a difference. And it's hard to put into words, but you know exactly what I mean when I, I say that this is mm-hmm. a tune. I know 100% what you mean. He makes this tune fuck. <laughs> he makes it fuck. I I gotta say, it fucks harder than I'm a, rude, a very rude person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just slightly, just slightly. They both fuck pretty hard. This, but this one fucks This more. is very, like... Uh, that baseline is nuts. First Ooh. of all, it's the it's the best. Ooh, it's so juicy. It's the best bass riff that he's done in his solo career. Just hands down. I don't even need to go back and listen to make sure. I just know. Also, those drums. Shout out to Phil. All those yeah. Phil thank, drums. Thank shout you, out Phil. to Phil. God, it's it's very like fast paced. It, it, it reminds me of driving in a very fast car. Yeah, it, it does have like a sort of uh, like. It propels you. Yeah, like in a fast German car, I'm afraid that I survived, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fon, fon, fon on the Autobahn. No, yes. an airbag did save my life. <laughs> right, Trans Europe Express. Yeah, no, I get, I, I'm saying the same thing, I get Well, it. yeah, we're doing the same song. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Brand, what do you think? Um, This song fucks so hard. Uh, The bass line is just incredible. Um especially towards the um, part where Tom brings back scatting. He's scatting in the song. Oh, yeah. The whole whole scatting section, like, towards the end, where he's just saying, I'll be ready over and over. Like, ooh. That is, yeah, Uh. that is Scatman's world, and we are just living in it. It's so good. (laughs) It is is incredible. Um, Yeah, no, this is is definitely, this is another, like, top song for me on the the record. Like, I I love this song a lot. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. And honestly, this is... Maybe I'd switch. Maybe this is where I'd put Don Chorus. Yeah. Well, eh, I don't know. It's hard to. Maybe maybe after the axe or before the axe. Yeah. See, that's the thing. I'd probably put it before the axe. Mm-hmm. That makes more sense. Yeah. And just have the last couple tracks start with Don Chorus. Yeah. I'd be. I think I'd be okay with that. I think I'd be okay with that, and just like leave the other tracks the way that they are, just because. I, I don't see this song in particular as like a song to like either start the record out or have it be like no, in the beginning. No. This definitely to me feels like a song that you would hear towards like the well the end of the album. Yeah, middle. Actually, or yeah. The more yeah. I think about it, yeah, like track four I think would be too soon for Impossible Knots. Yeah, yeah. Like that would be blowing an entirely different load. Or <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like it's such a minor thing. I I, I think the 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 track list it's. Uh, on its own is pretty good. I did see a um a comment here on Genius that says this album truly is a spiritual brother to a muck, and I genuinely mm. believe it is basically a muck too. A muck, two. two. Yeah, took me a second, but I think I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I definitely hear like influence from that record on on this record for sure. Because, I mean, at, at its core, it's like, uh, I mean, it's Tom and Nigel just without the other dudes for the most part. Yeah. Do you think that Tom calls him Nigel? 
Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, anyway, that's, that joke's going to make you run way away. Oh, I'm already gone. <laughs> I stopped being here at, at the hour mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, This song has got a squeaky boy on it. Oh, yeah. Yeah? <laughs> a little squeaky boy. A little squeaky boy, huh? Yeah. Uh, just, it's like he like, can he, he inhaled some helium and just, uh, <laughs> just squeaked away. Yeah. Uh, my first reaction was like, oh shit, there's a guitar here after all. <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't exactly missing it, but I, I also wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a very synth heavy album. It's very, I don't know why this song reminds me of like that, especially that one guitar line reminds me of like the old West. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, especially like towards the end of the guitar line when it's like, it's right as the, like the synths are starting to build up and it's just like, wow, 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 wow. Or I don't know. I, I could see that for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't see it at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you're both way off base. <laughs> Frankly, a little bit crazy. I, <laughs> I mean, this is how I have to be a little bit are. crazy yeah. to be on picking up something good. <laughs> you want it when? Anyway, you you um, have to have heard at least 15 episodes and been like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, this is this also grooves quite a bit. Um, it doesn't, it's not a tune. It's a, it's a tune. That's it's, not a bad thing. It's a regular thing. tune. It's a regular tune. Um, but uh, boy, again, the anxiety that runs through this entire album just right till the very end. Yeah, like he like he hits you with that. Mm-hmm. Whatever he's feeling, you're feeling. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I was definitely in like a very specific. I mean, music is supposed to make you feel stuff most of the time. I get it. Yeah, Busta but makes you feel the way good. that. Exactly. Yeah. See, you get it. Um, Brand uh, Mace was referring to a really popular '80s hit um, called Ghostbusters. Oh, oh, oh listen. Bustin, I play that at my wedding reception. Oh, okay. So you're you're fully I, with yes, it. I am fully yes. We all have the okay. same brainworms. Yes. <laughs> okay. Good. 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 It's it's from a movie. I don't know if you've seen the movie. You might have heard the song and didn't see the movie. Oh, um, Ghost, Ghostbusters. Yeah, I, I've never heard of that. One. No, no, Caddyshack. Oh, uh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. Yeah, like it was yeah. in Caddyshack. It's uh, yeah, the 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 song about Bustin making them feel good. It's from the Gopher's perspective, and he is talking about coming. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it's a song about Joi. <laughs> oh. From the Gopher's point of view. <laughs> oh boy, uh, oh. it's a hot summer, isn't it? Ooh, we yeah, just went, it's, we it just got incredibly warm <laughs> in this room just now. <laughs> I'm sweating. This song is. I, mean, a... just, I want to. I want to pull the curtain back behind the production of this episode. Mace is not wearing a shirt right now. <laughs> yeah, I have been wearing a shirt for the past hour and a half. It's very hot in here, and I think it's driving our like, just the off the wallness of this episode. Yeah. And it is. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's why you mentioned Joi first, then promised not to, and then <laughs> twenty back. minutes later brought it up again. <laughs> it's because you're not wearing a shirt. <laughs> Yeah, just not wearing a shirt does that to you. Uh, <laughs> run away away is good. Run away away um, run away away is uh way away 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 is good. Um, <laughs> the, the one story I have about this song is that in Hollywood, California, uh, from Oct- 
No, I would say like July to September 2019. Mm-hmm. There was a anima billboard uh, that says, this is how you know. This is when you know who your real friends are. Tommy York anima. And it has some kind of just like graphite drawing on it. Mm-hmm. But the hmm. funniest thing about it is that it was placed over a uh, Denny's. <laughs> And I just assume that Tom York lives at that Denny's. <laughs> he was he was scoping out like use for where to put his billboard. He was like, "Ah, yes, this is the spot. I, I, I quite I quite like a uh, a grand slam from from Denny's." Uh, moon's over my hammy. What a delight! Uh, that it- I like that we've given him a posh accent <laughs> now that he's at Denny's. <laughs> Oh, moon's over my hammy. Uh, it is. Uh, what a delightful twist of words. <laughs> uh, it is actually like the only anima billboard that was ever in LA. So I'm just like, why did he choose? Why did why did XL Recordings and more importantly, why did specifically Tom York choose to put it over a Denny's? <laughs> I think when you're at a Denny's, you. It's not the same anxiety as is running through the album, but there's definitely a, there's vibes at Denny's. Oh, yeah. It's, you get some sort of, like, weird dystopian diner, like, kind yeah. of it's, vibes. It's always 4.30 a.m. inside <laughs> of Denny's. I think that's their, I think that's their slogan. And I think that's. <laughs> it's always 4.30 a.m. here. <laughs> Denny's, are you drunk? Um... Because you should be if you're here. <laughs> when you're here, you're drunk. Um, there is a... That's a big, like, thing that Denny's and Anima share. That it always feels like it's 4.30 a.m. listening to this album. <laughs> yeah, it's... You don't you don't ever go to a Denny's. You end up at a Denny's. Just like you don't ever go to Anima. You end up at Anima. <laughs> exactly. It just sort of happens. Mentally, you never end up at a... You never go to a Dawn Chorus on purpose. You end up there. Right, exactly. exactly. And that's why the billboard placement is genius. Yeah. Dot com. <laughs> I think that's the album. Yeah. Um, um I wanted to ask yeah, we covered it. I wanted to ask real quick, like, as a closer, how do you guys feel? I, I think like it's it. yeah, I think it's fine. It's Kinda good. ends a little suddenly. Mm. Yeah. I was yeah, no, that was that's kind of my main thing. It's a it's not a bad closer, but uh I don't know, maybe could have had another track. I I, I don't think well, it's, Oh, I don't know. I, Mace, do you want to do you want to talk about it, or is uh, you, are you saving that for the? We're saving that. Okay, all right. But all right. there is say... a tenth track <gasps> available only on vinyl. <laughs> oh fuck off! Called uh, "Ladies and Gentlemen, Thank You for Coming." So really, I I won't say. Sounds like a Panic at the Disco. Track. I won't <laughs> say anything about the track because I know you guys are going to cover it. But I will say to me how I feel about it because I, I like to listen to this record. On, on vinyl, which by the way, it's it's a, a beautiful orange vinyl. If you can pick it up, I highly recommend Ooh, it. I'm good. Um, <laughs> limited prestige uh, record. Um, I can't get it anymore. It's not available. Um, there is, oh, a, so it is. There's a copy at my record store. Let me see if I can pick that up. I can send it to you. Oh shit. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, no, uh, it's good. It's what I consider the true closer. But that I'll leave it at that. It's a good song. Interesting. Well, that's the album. That is anime whoa wow (laughs) 
um, before we continue, I do. I don't know what that was. <laughs> yeah, no, like I heard, it, like it went silent, and then like I heard, it sounded like there was like some stomping or something. Like I don't know if it was just like a delay in the audio or something, but it just, it was weird. I don't know. We all just kind of went into ourselves there. <laughs> had a moment. I kind of want a little Don chorus. I want to go over the um, merch that they have on the waist web. No, I'm kidding. Uh, there is a t-shirt, however. It costs $40, and it says rude person oh. on it. Wait, really? Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I mean, that's like a Nikki Flowers got a t-shirt. It is. Yeah. <laughs> It that's is a very, pretty good, a very good shirt. I don't, I don't ever want to spend forty dollars on see, a fucking that's, t-shirt. That, though that is where I'll make certain exceptions if the shirt is just like phenomenal, and that is a really but good shirt. What shirt? Is, I mean, that's a good shirt, but but what shirt would be so good that you're like, yeah, forty dollars is not I, an insane I'm gonna, price. I'm to pay going for a to tell you, so far it's been zero. Yeah, that's my point. It's like. <laughs> You really gotta fucking knock it out of the park. Actually, if you're gonna get me to spend that forty dollars, it's worth it for every single one of the Radiohead Public Library T-shirts. No, I they're good shirts. I will say, I'll give you that. I'm not spending. I'm never spending forty dollars on a goddamn T-shirt. Would you spend forty dollars on a moon-shaped pool blanket because they have it in the waste store? No, <laughs> I don't want to spend forty dollars on fucking anything. <laughs> That's too much money. <laughs> I guess a blanket makes more sense than a shirt because it's more material. I guess. I just don't like anything that's above $10. Might as well be a million dollars to me. (laughs) That's valid. Fair. There's a $20 in rainbow scarf on here. I will say I used to have a in rainbows like shirt uh, that I got from the in rainbows tour uh, that I can no longer wear because I got it in small. And it's very sad, but it's, it's a good shirt. It's 100% recyclable. Oh, if they're selling, eat it. yeah. I mean, I I could eat that shirt. Again, you could eat a, a lot of things. We've we've gone over this. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, now that we're at the end of the uh, at the end of the episode, um, are, I want to ask: Are we picking up something good? Uh, hold on, huh. I, I, I need to. I know we just sent you the transmitter in the mail. Okay. Yeah, I got to hold on. I got to. Unpack it. Yeah. yeah, I have to unpack it, and I have to. Okay, okay. Uh, um, are pretty easy to install. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the drivers are up to date, right? Oh, yep. Ready? Okay. Oh, yep. yep. Let's go. Let's go. Good. Yep. Oh yeah, that's that's like a nice like. It's like when you go to a rich person's house and you hear their like ring doorbell. That's like, bam, boop, 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 boop. This is this is an experience that I don't think anyone can relate to. Couldn't be me. You know when you're eating lobster every day for every meal, and the butter gets all over your tuxedo. When you're having caviar. Uh, <laughs> anyway, what does our ticker tape here say? Um, mine says I'm picking up something fucking incredible. Nikki? Wow. Mine says the exact same thing. I am picking up something fucking Tom York's best work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this Easily. is this is definitely his best solo album. Like, 
his others are good and oh. i enjoyed them mm-hmm. very much but this seems to be the most what's the word i'm looking for this it's it's not missing anything no the, you know it's the most solid like identity mm-hmm. of an album it, if that makes sense yeah i i feel like where like the first two albums kind of suffer is like and this i think just comes with like the growing pains of like tom york as an artist is like him trying to make you know solo records and like missing there's like kind of like the missing element of the the rest of the band there mm-hmm. but yeah, this, and you don't feel that at yeah, all no this this, this this record is just all tom york and like he doesn't like i don't like you said like i don't i don't feel that way about like this record at all like he doesn't need the band on this one yeah yeah, yeah. he's he's <laughs> got him like on a couple yeah. songs yeah yeah i mean phil's there but like shout out to phil phil Shout out to Phil. Thank you, Phil. If he was replaced with it, thank you so much. We love you, Phil. <laughs> if he was replaced with a drum machine on that track, like I think it would be very different. Mm-hmm. But you wouldn't be like, "Oh, I miss Phil." Oh boy, if Phil were here, then you know what I mean. It's like not that. I mean, the the rest of Radiohead, they're all brilliant, brilliant artists on, in their own. Smelly right. boys. <laughs> they stink, though. They just fucking reek. <laughs> They're geniuses, but they really, I mean, like, do they not have baths in England? Come on, guys. There's a place called Bath, Bath yeah. England. I mean, <laughs> come on. But uh, Tom has his own separate thing now that he's finally, I think, he's he's perfected his own sound. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's what I like about it. Yeah. And that's picking up something good, a limited run prestige podcast about Radiohead? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think you're right. Oh shit, huh? <laughs> My name is Weird. Mace. I play music as Echo Vessel. That's true. Very good stuff. Yeah. Is that it? You? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, you can find me. <laughs> you online. usually have more stuff. Th- this is part of the bit. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you can find me online. I think at um, at Echo Vessel, um, or mm-hmm. on Instagram at at Echo Three O's Vessel. Fuck Echo fuck Vessel. Apple. Fuck Echo Vessel. Uh, fuck yeah, fuck Echo yeah, Vessel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also have another podcast called Radish. It's a show, weekly show and tell podcast uh, where we talk about good things. Yeah, yeah well, I think, I think that's a thing. Nikki, you were just on one. I kind of was. Yeah, that's true. It, I got to say, I listened to that episode today, and it is so incredibly funny. Like, I was laughing <laughs> so goddamn hard. Um. <laughs> You, if you are not listening to Radish, like if you somehow listen to this show and aren't listening, well, hell, no, it's all, it's all, it's all the fucking feeds. You, you ought to be listening to it. Yeah, why aren't you listening to it? Yeah, it's the immediate Asshole. previous episode. Um, but you also should listen to the rest of Radish. Yes, um, it's also very good. Um, but yeah, check out the Radish Family Feud episode. It's a fucking trip. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say about it. I listened to it today and. I'm so glad that I have a bad short-term memory because I forgot a lot of the stuff that we did. <laughs> <laughs> and the ad breaks that I hadn't heard. Oh before. my god, those those so ad bad. breaks. Like that was not something I expected uh, at all and that just oh my god. Yeah, you just please yeah, listen. To probably episode. probably one of the one of the best podcast episodes I've ever been on. Um so yeah, check out Radish. Uh, my name is Nikki Flowers. I play music as Nikki Flowers. I play music as The Smiths. I play music as Me Again. Those are kind of the main ones. Um, Absolute failure. Well, not really. It's okay. 
It's harsh noise. I was just fucking around in like 2016. It, it's, you, I mean, we you can check out. We were all fucking around in 2016. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can check out Absolute Failure. I'm pretty sure the Bandcamp is still up. Um, see where that got us fucking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, see how how good I spent my time there with Absolute Failure. Um, yeah. So I do this podcast. Uh, Mason, I also have, and also with you. A yearly Star Wars podcast where we watch A New Hope one minute at a one minute at a time per year. Um, we just had our May Fourth episode on May Fourth, and we will not so have if you one again. Check that out yet? No, we. <laughs> that's you're gonna have to wait till 2021 for the next episode. But episode one is pretty darn good. Um, we run a label called Neodetritus, which is pretty good. We're we're picking up something good all over the damn place. Some music coming. <laughs> it's true. That's not a lie. Uh, we do have stuff coming. There's music in coming July. Yeah, it well starting in late June actually, and something that we've never quite done before that I'm, we're, I don't think we're quite ready to talk about. But you know what it is, Nikki. Oh, that's right. I do remember. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it's very good what we're doing here, and I did remember it. And Mace didn't have to cut out the part where he reminded me what it was. It was very good. Um, so yeah, check that out. And um, I think. We have a guest who also gets to plug some stuff. Ooh, um, yeah. Hi. Um, I'm Bran, a.k.a. Brannon. Um, yeah, I got a couple things to plug, uh, if y'all don't mind. Um, my thing that I'm most active on right now is my kind of like not live radio show called the uh, Children's Television Workshop. Uh, it's where I just like kind of play music uh, either by one specific artist or just kind of have theme shows, etc. I do have a Twitter for it. It's uh, CT Workshop sixty nine. Um, nice. I nice. did. I put that number there, not because it, it is nice, uh, but CT Workshop <laughs> was already taken, so I had to do that. Um, right, because of the whole the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you can actually find it. It's on Mixcloud dot uh, slash Cruel Passage of Time. That's where you can find it. Um, I also have a currently on hiatus, but I'm in the process of resurrecting uh, a video game called past, uh, called past podcast called, um, (laughs) new Nintendo podcast XL. Um, (laughs) it, um, that's really good. (laughs) It started out in 2017, uh, as a show with me and my, my good buddy, Joseph. And, uh, obviously we're still good friends. It's just, we moved away and it was really hard to kind of, do a podcast we were trying to do it on a weekly basis and y'all y'all know how that goes um oh we get it but yeah i'm in the process of of resurrecting it my latest episode on that uh is on dark souls uh i it's one of my favorite episodes i've done uh you can follow it at on twitter at new nintendo cast um and i also do music but it's yeah i have a band camp it's uh you sighed when you yeah. said that you do music. so <laughs> I'm I'm working on stuff and I always have stuff going on. I just I get a little self conscious about my music, so uh but it's uh B R N N music dot bandcamp dot com. It's pronounced burn. Um I am probably gonna start recording under a different name. Um maybe more details on that soon. I don't know. I'm nice. constantly working on stuff, but cool. a lot of it doesn't see the light of the day. <laughs> oh, uh, I've I've got like fucking 400 gigabytes of my 500 gigabyte hard drive full of crap that will like just never ever be released <laughs> it's a nightmare also uh i want to plug one more thing and it's uh Go ahead. Ne- neo 
detritus. It's good stuff. You got you got to check this stuff out. Wait, that's us. Oh shit! Oh shit! That's us. Um, that's true. But I will just with my radio show. Like I d- did a recent episode on um, the band Dark Tones, uh, which they have been a band for about ten years now, and actually was very fortunate to do an interview with uh, James Malzone, the uh, uh, the the brains behind uh, that that band. And I think they're a band worth checking out. So d- definitely check out that episode. That's that's my. I'm really proud of that episode, and I think it's worth listening to. Sick. Because that plug was really good. (laughs) (laughs) One more thing. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Uh, Give money to bail funds. Give money to mutual aid funds. Give money to black people. Um, Listen to podcasts by black people. Uh, uh, You should not be listening to this podcast unless it's an emergency. Uh, <laughs> yeah, breaking break glass in case of emergency because yeah. there is yeah. so many there are so many black podcasters out there that really really need your uh, ears and listening and support. Uh, black Lives Matter, abolish the police. A cab thirteen twelve. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All all cops are bastards. Fuck them. Um, all of them, even your shitty dad and uncle. Yep. No, I yep. I don't have time. <laughs> for any kind of wishy-washy like bullshit like just get that out of here um like like mace and, and nikki were saying like you know donate your money time whatever you can do especially if you're white like mm-hmm. you don't have an excuse like educate yourselves just do better that's yeah yeah uh anyway uh that is picking up something good uh for this eon uh, <laughs> no i'm yeah. just kidding we're recording another one tomorrow <laughs> um, oh that's true yeah yeah we're really yeah we're t- season two is wrapping up this is what the th- uh, third to last second uh to last? second to last episode well no third to last episode Ooh. yeah so we're recording second to last tomorrow and uh the finale of season two uh probably next week yeah nice. and um it'll be great I am moving to California at the end of the month, so I think... Probably take a little break. Yeah, we're going to take a little bit of, of a break. Let me get settled in. And season three... We've got plans, but can't tell you about them just yet. <laughs> I'm very I'm very excited. I have no clue. Fucking plans. And it's, but it, it's probably going to be great. All right. Um, that... Well, next episode, we are covering Ed O'Brien's uh, Earth, his new album, the latest album... Shout out to Ed. ...by, by a Radiohead man um and that's it yeah and then after that it's just b-sides anyway this has been picking up something well good. yeah we've been doing a podcast for two and hours listen to it and now <laughs> we're gonna stop recording now and then you do something else that's how this works see you later bye bye-bye picking up something good this is a podcast picking up something good this is a podcast Tom York is my real dad.